You wouldn't believe me if I told you, but I swear I saw something. What is a paranormal experience? According to the dictionary, paranormal events are purported phenomena described in popular culture, folk, and other non-scientific bodies of knowledge, whose existence within these contexts is described to lie beyond normal experience or scientific explanation. Many people would believe that paranormal experiences aren't real, stories we tell each other to entertain and scare one another. They're hard to ignore when everyone knows somebody who's had a brush with the paranormal. On this episode, we speak with Larry and Valerie Morgan, who have had several experiences with the paranormal. Join us as Redbeard examines personal paranormal experiences. Everybody knows here on the Red Beard Podcast, Cooley and I have been talking about paranormal experiences for a very long time. But today, we're very lucky to have two special guests that have had their own paranormal experiences and are willing to actually share them with us. So what I'd like to do is take this time to welcome Larry and Valerie Morgan. Thanks for coming on the show. Hello. Glad to be here. Awesome. And I got my co-host Cooley with me. Yeah. <laughs> so... So <laughs> Cooley's like, can't wait to hear this. So um, what I'd like to do is uh, just jump right into it. Um, so Larry, tell us a little bit about where you're from. You're originally from the South and tell us where you started to have these experiences. Uh, my family's from Dothan, Alabama, mm-hmm. a little small town, uh, Slocum. My grandfather and mother actually live in Crestview, Florida. They live... 20 miles from the nearest city on a parcel of land of 88 acres of all farmland and forest. Okay, cool. All right. And Valerie, where are you from? Uh, Originally from Cranston, but I live in West Warwick now. Okay. All right. And both of you guys have had different paranormal experiences. I know, Larry, you you have had a ton. Um, And Valerie, you've had a couple. I've had a couple. A couple. All right. So... um, Larry, I, I want to start, uh, obviously this is just going to be kind of like a roundtable discussion, but uh, Larry, just jump in and, and just tell us like the first one that comes to your mind and we'll talk about that and then kind of go through them. Uh, uh, first one that comes to mind, I was six years old. Uh, I had just met my grandfather for the first time um, and we were sitting on his porch late at night and me, my brother, and my father, and my grandfather were all sitting around and around his farmhouse there's literally a red clay circle. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the circle is a stump. Now, I'm looking at the stump, asking my grandfather questions, you know, what he did for a living, uh, why did he choose to move out here? And on that stump, I see this white figure. Mm-hmm. And it looks humanoid to me. And I look at my grandfather, and I ask him, are you, are you seeing this? And he goes, oh yeah, that's, that's the white thing. And I'm like, what's the white thing? He goes, well, we don't know, but it appears all the time in various places. So I immediately look at my brother and who's looking at me and he goes, wow, I see it too. I said, well, what is it? And he goes, we don't know, but it just appears. It's like, okay, fine. Are you like pulling my leg just because <laughs> I'm new here or what? He goes, and my father goes, no, I've seen it too. And this isn't the first time. I'm like, oh, okay. So I look at my father real quick. We look back, it's gone. And then my grandfather looks at me and goes, it's over there now. And we look and it's 50 feet away at a tree in a split second so nobody knows what it is but i've seen it at least five times myself okay over the course of 10 years now when you say you've, you i mean obviously they're aware of this they've seen it multiple times is there like a history behind the land and to, as to maybe what it may be like was there like like death or somebody that died on the property well supposedly and i don't know if how accurate this is but supposedly the neighbor that actually lived 500 feet away from him on the land that was a tenant was supposedly a witch and her husband died and she buried him underneath the house okay so i don't know how true that is but that's what they kept telling me okay now do you they never confirmed that there was somebody under the house actually we did confirm and we did find a grave 
Okay. Because we tore the house down. And you found the grave under the house. We found the grave under the house. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so hearing that, I mean, I, that definitely sounds interesting. It's one of those things I feel like you got to see it for yourself. Obviously, if other people that are with you that have never seen it before are seeing it, then it's not just something that's going on with you personally. Like, no, no. Because you know. um, uh, after the, uh, the uh, lady, her name was Ethel Goodman, died, uh, they tore down the house because there's nobody going to live there now. So they tore down the house to use the lumber for other things on his farm because he was self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. He only went to town once a month, so he never interacted with people or anything like that but visitors would come but yeah we tore down the house we did see the grave okay and we like fenced it off so we know it's a grave gotcha now um hearing this coolly what do you what is your g- general reaction cool story i mean like <laughs> what do you want me to say the guy's reaction. telling me about a white thing that he saw in a stump and the the people corroborated the story that were with him and I mean, like this. Hey, what do I? What do you want me to say to that? That's not like I don't know. <laughs> like, what, so what? What? Uh, what can you describe? Like, how can you describe the white thing? Like, cause like basically, we know it's a humanoid shape. We don't know if it's a young shape, older shape. We don't our person. All we know it's like a white orb, like a white blob that literally you can see arms and legs with. Yeah. But it doesn't leave footprints. It doesn't touch the ground, basically. And how, how long have people been seeing it for? My grandfather, before he passed away, stayed on that farm for 37 years, and he said he's seen it at least three times a year. Okay. Is it different times? Different times, different places. doesn't matter where you are. He's seen it on the backside of his property. He's seen it on his porch. He's seen it on that stump. He's seen it in his driveway. Is it only visible at night? or You basically only see it at night because there's no lights. I mean, it's just pitch black out there. And you see, like, it's just like a, is it like a glowing kind of white? It's just a white shape. Yeah. Interesting. Is it glowing or? It's just white. So if it's glowing and pitch black, it's almost like moonlight. And I, that's what I thought. It was reflective moonlight off a mirror or something, but nope, nothing. Yeah. I even went looking the next day to see if they put a mirror out there to reflect the moonlight. Nothing. Yeah. Hmm. That's super weird. I would say, like, it sounds definitely like some type of an orb. I mean, not not obviously that it's just like you know, because if you've ever taken pictures of like uh, at like a outside of like a dark mm-hmm. place supposed to be haunted, the camera light reflects off any dust or debris in the air and right. looks like an, yeah, an you orb. You see those white spots. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, it's an orb, but it's yeah. not an orb. Like well, this, I would say. Well, here's the you're thing seeing about with that. Your, your own eye. <laughs> so. the, the thing about Alabama is they have red clay that does not create any dust unless it's very, very, very dry. Yeah. That's usually hard and compact, almost like asphalt. Okay. So there's very little dust. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Um, all right. So let, let's jump into um, one other, other experience that you've had. And this is one that, uh, that you and I have talked about before. Uh, probably one of the more interesting of the things I've ever heard. Uh, you already know what I'm talking about, this this room. So <laughs> The room with the extra eyes. <laughs> we right. cannot figure that one out. And uh, I've seen it. I've had friends that didn't believe me who were skeptics. I showed them this room. My father's been in this room, my brother, my uncles, even my grandfather. And All right, and this is on the property? Like, this is, is it a barn? What is it? Like? This is literally his house. Okay. He sleeps here. This okay. is where they live. <laughs> Now the room. Now, is, Valerie, do you think he's crazy for living in this house? I don't even. I, I don't even know. I mean, I, I've heard it. I, I thought it was kind of BS, really, to start with. But I mean, the more he tells it, the more I'm like, I wish I could have been there and, and seen this for myself. Because yeah. you know, I'm a little skeptical about things, but it, it sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. Okay. Now, is this the same house that's no longer there? No, this is still there. This is their house. They're still living in. <laughs> I can like, literally I take you to this house. And walk you into this room. Oh, he's already making plans. Yeah. <laughs> and what it is, is as soon as you walk into my grandparents' house, you walk into the living room, and on the right is a bedroom. It was the master bedroom. You can go in there at night. You can put curtain, close the curtains, make sure it's pitch black in this room. You can walk in with five people, close the door, turn off all the lights. You sit there, you let your eyes adjust to the darkness, and you start counting people's eyes. You will always count one extra set. 
You turn back on the lights, you have four people. You turn them back off, let your eyes adjust, you have five again. You're not counting yourself twice. You're not counting another person twice, and nobody's moving. We've act, we've actually like, we've actually held hands to keep, to make sure nobody moves. Four people holding hands. We count five eyes, five sets of eyes. Lights come back on. We're all still holding hands, sitting in the same exact spot. Hmm. Nobody knows why. Cool. Uh, I'm, I, I, I gotta, I gotta see this. I gotta see this. Kim, do we, we don't have the money in the budget to, to fly to Florida, but I will, I will make damn sure that we have that money soon. Maybe six month-ish mark. I don't know, May, maybe we go down there for summertime or something like that. But yeah, I got to see this. I'm game for that. Let's make I, it happen. Cause if I did, if I experienced that, then yeah, I'd be a believer. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's funny because my Valerie, co- you want to go too, right? You want to see this? Oh, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and it's right now. I like because like I'll tell you like when I going when I go into a room with the lights out with a bunch of people, it's usually to me, you know, spark up a little, little. No, little I, weed, I get you. Know, you. Do a no, little. Believe me, I get you. You want to smoke it? You're thinking, and, uh, all right, maybe it's like that whole step thing. You count one number down and one number back up, and it's a different number because you're counting that top step that you normally don't start mm-hmm. with. That's what I thought when I first did it, and I'm like, uh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now my father's witnessed it. My brother again. My grandfather, my uncles, even my grandmother, and she's the biggest skeptic in the world, and she tore out of that room faster than we could stop her. Now, let me it ask was you crazy. something. You say you see an extra set of eyes, right? right? But if it's pitch black, you don't necessarily see like the white in somebody's eyes. It's not pitch black. Now, think about it. If you turn off all your lights in here, is it totally, totally dark? You've got moonlight. You've got other light sources yeah. from outside that do creep in. So once your eyes adjust, you can see people's eyes. Now, have you actually, all right, so so you go through, you count, right? You count the eyes. And then when you finish, have you ever had, like, somebody that was in the group, like, verify the count? Yes. We've had four people do it, and same thing. It's like, don't count yourself twice. Make sure you stop before you get back to yourself. Just like in, be, in, in the same session? In right? the same session. I'm, I had five, five friends went up to me because they didn't believe me. They didn't believe me. I'm like, all right, let's go. I took them in. My parents stayed outside. They made sure they were outside. I made sure they were outside. We all sat down and said, everybody grab the guy's shoulders beside you so you know they're not moving. Okay, no problem. I still don't believe we shut off the light. I start hearing people go crazy. (laughs) I'm like, all right, what's the problem, guys? There's somebody beside you that shouldn't be there. I'm like, told you. Turn the lights back on. See, the first thing I'd be doing is, is trying to reach out and grab the extra set of eyes. That's what right. I would be doing. And then it bites you and takes your hand oh, off. <laughs> so. And honestly, at one point, we did. I did have a friend who was the biggest skeptic in the world try that, and it went through. Oh, that's weird, man. Yeah, so it's And he's creepy. like, there's something, there's eyes there, but there's no body. I don't know why. Oh, it's so weird, man. Like, you got to wonder, though, like, what's the agenda? Like, I mean, is this, this, this is like, yo, what's up, dudes? Like, <laughs> and, like, and the funny part is they don't harm anybody. They're not like some people say they're not like poltergeist. They're not hurting anyone. They're just there. Is just there, like is an there energy. Is a mirror in the room? Is someone mm. staring at themselves? Ooh, no. Good See? call. Yeah, all right, that, yeah, yeah, mirror. Is there a mirror? No mirrors. Huh. No mirrors. <laughs> like somebody hasn't already thought. No about mirrors. It. <laughs> you're not. You're not counting yourself twice. There are Yo, no mirrors. I think we just debunked this. Is there yes. a mirror? Is there a mirror? <laughs> I feel like somebody no might have asked. No reflective surfaces at all. Nothing. <laughs> no reflect. Not even a. The, and you, we cover up the window so you can't see your reflection in the in the uh, window. Mm. Nothing. Oh yeah, because you draw the shades. Exactly. Yep. Mm. And oh, the way for a dope. mirror to actually work is you need a reflective light. Light, mm. light reflects off mirror, and if the mirrors are covered and the windows are covered, there's no light coming in except what's coming through the cracks beside the uh, shades. Hmm. What if we go and we just find out, like, you never told anybody, but you're, like, a master illusionist? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, right, exactly. So, oh, man. All right, so. Yeah, that was, like, was going to be my next thing. Like, oh, you know an awful lot about how to. 
cast a reflection, don't you there? <laughs> Larry. <laughs> hey, man, we could just we could uh, have Bruce Calvert come with us. <laughs> we, this guy, Bruce Calvert, Ooh, he's... Uh, that's a good idea, too. He's actually uh, one of our good friends. He's He was actually... Uh, so the... I don't remember the, the name of it, but it's the official magician like association right that they all yeah. belong to um houdini was the president of mm-hmm. this at one point and bruce calver who worked with us at one point was also the president so this guy is a master magician he's like world renowned like he's even had he has dinner with like penn and teller like this guy knows his stuff and he's done stuff in front of me that i just i don't understand right so he would be the one to be in there and be like if there's some magic going on, like I'll be able to do it. So, but I'm pretty sure you could. No. Yeah, yeah. When you're like 10 years old, 15 years old, now you're not. You're thinking, okay, I'm gonna get a crud out of my friends just to prove a point. Here we go. Yeah. Oh my God. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so, Valerie, let's yeah. actually jump to you a little bit. Um, okay. I wanna, um, I wanna hear you uh, tell us about one of your experiences. Um, this one is also uh, really interesting to me. Um, because, uh, you know, obviously, no secret to anybody, uh, Valerie and Larry are my aunt and uncle. So um, the one that you're talking about has a personal connection to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'll just let you take it from here. I'll let you explain. Okay. This, uh, this kind of went back um, one or two Halloweens ago. Um, it was at night, and I was by myself. Um, my kids were out. My husband was out. Um, I decided to just answer the door and I had a few candles burning and um I I just because I was by myself I decided to just for whatever reason start a conversation with my father who's been passed away for quite a while now um you know just basically talking out loud Mm -hmm. you know thinking that I'm talking to myself but you know hoping that there is some connection there being on Halloween. Right. Um, so it, the conversation kind of went on, uh, obviously one-sided. And mm-hmm. uh, as I went on, um, I kind of got a little upset uh, with the direction the conversation was going. I'm like, oh, you know, why haven't you ever contacted me? Why have you said anything to me? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got a little frustrated. And at one point, and I don't remember the exact time that this happened, uh, but it was nighttime, um, I said... Fine, don't don't contact me. Don't say anything, whatever. And the next thing I know, within a few minutes later, the light in the corner of my living room, which has never had any problems whatsoever, started to flick on and off, on and off a few times. And it scared the crap out of me. I turned around. I went, okay, that did not just happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, Halloween night, you know, the veil is supposed to be the thinnest, whatever. Um and it kind of freaked me out. You know, I, I'm also a, a big skeptic of these things, but the fact that that happened kind of weirded me out. Like, okay, did my father just make contact with me or was it a faulty light? Mm-hmm. But since that day, that has never happened ever again. And I've tried. I've tried to kind of recreate the moment again, and it's never happened. Mm-hmm. Never happened again. Just that one night, Halloween freaked me right the hell out so right, right. so it kind of makes me wonder was that was there a connection there was it true is halloween you know the night of the veil being the thinnest where the dead can contact the living i thought it was kind of cool actually yeah if i really did make contact with my dad did he really try and answer me through that particular light yeah. so that was pretty cool but at the same time pretty freaky so I mean, I think that's just a cool story because it's, you know, it does have like obviously a personal connection. Um, I've also heard that not only have you had an experience related to grandpa, but also like grandma has seen something in her kitchen, like yes. a blue haze, which yeah. I definitely am going to uh, get grandma's permission to record her telling that story yeah um because i just thought it was so cool the fact that i found out about that two months after it happened i was like wait a minute grandma like you know i'm into this stuff like why would you not tell me and my dad in passing was like oh yeah like you know grandma saw grandpa and i'm like what well, like I two think months she ago said, what? i think she said she saw part of him like uh, either the from the waist up or from the waist down like the pants or something like that i, yeah. I can't remember exactly what she said but i Hey, you never know. I mean, it, it could happen. Yeah, and then like happen. Dee and Molly said they might have seen something. I um, think uh, Molly actually has some really good stories about uh, 
I mean, she's told me a few things, and I was very skeptical. But the more she tells me, the more I kind of wonder. She talks about you know her, her the cats sitting, staring at particular corners of the room for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Where she, um, this house that we're living in now, and previous houses where she would leave the room and one of her lights would be on and then she would come back and the light would be off and and again the cat staring at a certain point in the room all the time and you know just kind of looking at nothing and so but i mean her 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 stories might have some weight to them so i guess you'd have to talk to her get her yeah i have to definitely hear her yeah it's all super interesting um I mean, obviously with those, I think a type of story like that with the light flickering, it's like one of those things where it almost seems like something on a movie, you know, Mm. like how would you ever, I mean, it it could have been the light, you know, at that time and it may have never happened again. Like how do you prove or disprove that? You know, that's, but you know, you kind of are hopeful that especially with who you're trying to contact that that was that person's way of reaching out. Yep. Well, I, I did have, I did have the candle by his picture and I did even check afterwards. I checked to see that the cat hadn't walked across the, the light plug. I mean the, uh, the switch or whatever. And I made sure it was together. And even though I, you know, put the plug, like push the plugs together, I made sure it wasn't loose or anything and it didn't flick when I did that. And, so I, I just kind of sat there for a while going, okay, did that just really happen? Was that for real? And, you know, was it just a fluke? Yeah, so, trying to be like as logical as you can yeah, about it. Yeah, I know? try and pick things apart and I could not figure that out for the life of me. Yeah, so. yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, let's, let's uh, yeah, let's let's jump back into um, to Larry. You know, you got tons of stuff, uh, which I just, I got to hear more of your your stuff, so go for it, man. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> so, Throw it out there. I, those, those two are the big ones in my life. I yeah. mean, there are some minor ones because when you ask me, is there any history to the land? I mean, my grandfather owned 88 acres. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's land, a lot of land. land. Yeah. I mean, I don't, we didn't even own half of it by the time he passed away. Do you know if any of that area has like, uh, like a Native American history or anything like that? Not that I know of. The okay. only thing I do know is they've told me stories of behind his house is a river. We used to go swimming in it all the time. Yeah. Um, it's Shoal River. Okay. I mean, we used to go swimming in it all the time. Uh, on the way there, there is this place called the River Hill. And it's a muddy red clay hill that always washes out. And supposedly, you can camp at the bottom of the hill or the top of the hill. You cannot camp in the middle of the hill. We have not figured out why, but we've had friends who supposedly, and I can't verify this, have camped there and disappeared without a trace. You go see them the next day, everything's there, they're gone. Wait a minute, so you don't see them again ever? Never see them again. There have been reports of people gone missing back there. It's like, okay, why? So you've had like friends that like you just never saw again? Not me personally, okay. but friends of friends. Not me <laughs> like personally. Friends that I just like. Yo, I don't uh, want to see you anymore. Yeah, go camp in the middle down yeah, there, and you can disappear on me. I, no. Yeah, yeah. Now these are like you know acquaintances of acquaintances, stuff like that, and these are stories that I thought my grandfather was actually telling me to scare me. Yeah. And everybody, my even my father, has tried to camp in the middle, and they only make it halfway through the night, and then they pack up. Nope, we're gone. Don't yeah. know why they just leave. Yeah. It's like, well, I, something's not yeah, yeah. Something's not right. I'm leaving. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. There's no way to prove it then if you leave. No, I can't prove or disprove it. But growing up, you know how young men are. It's like, we're macho, we're brave. Now, going to my grandfather's house, getting to my grandfather's house is a three-mile red clay road. Mm-hmm. Halfway down is a clump of pine trees that no light can get to. And I mean, it's black. Okay. You literally, in the middle of the day, have to turn your headlights on to get down this stretch. Okay. Growing up, we would literally have to, to be brave, walk from the house up to that point with no flashlight, write our name in the dirt, and walk all the way back. Just to prove how macho and brave we are. Yeah. One night, I'm walking up there, and I had this feeling that I was being watched. I don't know why, I don't know who, but I had a feeling I was being watched. And I would turn to my left, see nothing. I turn to my right, 
and I see that white aberration again. And I'm okay. like, okay, is he watching me or is he, what's he doing? Yeah. I get all the way up to that dark spot. I write my name. I turn around and there's four aberrations. What? And I'm like, ah, this is not cool. <laughs> so, four of the white? Four of the white things. I'm like, all right, now I'm really freaked out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, do I walk back or do I run back? What yeah. do I do? Right. So, of course, fear takes over. You're petrified. You don't know what to do. You're like, all right, I take off running. Mm-hmm. Take off running. I get back to the house. Everybody's like, why'd you run? You just lost. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't see what I see. Well, oh, no, we saw it, too. We were just wondering what you were going to do. I'm <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Uh-huh. You could have said something. So they saw the f- They saw the four, too. And they were like, they were between me and the house. Yeah. And they're like, we didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's like, right. okay, pick. Well, Chase him down, come out, say something. So did you, uh, but I mean, like, the, so, all right. So how far away were they from you? Like, not, not the apparitions. How far were your friends from... Like where you walk to, it's a thousand yard walk. Okay. Eyesight, no okay. problem. You could see, you could see walking, but as soon as you hit that clump, you would disappear. Right. Because so, you can't see it. So they, okay. So they, they saw the white thing, but did they, they didn't see me. Right. But because did, I was in the blackness. Right. But did they see like this white thing like split into four, or was it? They just a, saw four. They just appeared. They're like, we just saw four of them. So they saw three more just like pop up. Yeah. So we had no idea. They had no idea what they was. I didn't know what they was because literally I had to run through them and I just closed my eyes and ran. Yeah. I'm like, all right, here we go. (laughs) So how is it that like you guys live out there and you're like, oh yeah, no, I just saw four things. Like I'm going to go to bed now. Like how do you you, like live your life? As calmly out there, like something is not right. That's over, the answer right. I want. Yeah. Over, over, I guess over time you get used to it. It's almost like living next to an airport. You get used to the planes going overhead. You, you're you like, okay, they're not bothering me. I'm not bothering them. But well, they are, though. How are they bothering you? <laughs> they just show up and, like, don't go into the blackness. <laughs> like, what are you? you like, know, get out. But there's, yeah, yeah Amityville, right? But, like, you're, you're. <laughs> the fact that more showed up is like there's a reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not what is that reason? Nobody cared to find out. And that what it is it's like they weren't causing any trouble. They weren't spooking the animals. They weren't spooking they're just spooking the people. They're just making you shit your pants. <laughs> Basically. On the spot. It's like, okay, <laughs> let me drop and run. Like you know no. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like yeah. I don't want to write my name in the sand and then realize like I'm just best about to get like yeah. Let me I write my name it. so at least they know who I was when they find my body. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> While you're there, write your last will and testament. Here you go. Write this down. He made it. All we found was his pants. Like, <laughs> his shit-filled pants. <laughs> like, Basically. Like, I just don't like, what, dude? Like, I don't understand. Like, what do you say to all this? <laughs> you quiet person. I don't know, man. Like, that's, this is like the scariest fucking thing. <laughs> To me, is to be in the middle of the woods and have four white things show up, like, because like all I can think of in my mind is like the clan. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm dead. Like, I'm dead. So, They're gonna kill me. So I'm like, right, right. As soon as you said four showed up, I checked out. I was like, fuck this. Um, <laughs> so I'm checked out. I'm gone. I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. But uh, but I'm with you. I would have ran too. Oh, well, well. <laughs> See you later. Twelve years old. I'm running down the road. See you later. <laughs> I'm thinking it's the clan. <laughs> oh, I, I like can't. You're in the south, you're in the woods. Mm, yeah. It's like, oh yeah. It's perfect. Like, yeah. Well, no. You're in Florida. <laughs> it's not Alabama. No, <laughs> or whatever, you know. But, I, yeah. I, I know, I know. I'm just fucking around. Yeah. No, oh, it's but not really. I mean, if I saw the clan, I'd definitely be fucking scared of shit. But. Well, Val has seen where my parents live. And, yeah, live now. And, and yeah. as we were driving there, all she was going is. And she's looking around it's, like, yeah. You, you start off on the main street, which is like pavement, and then you 
Then you get off, and it's a dirt road, regular dirt road, and you keep. Now this is during the day. This is when we went this past October to visit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And we're driving down. Now it's a dirt road, and we're in like this big pickup truck that, yeah, we, yeah. that we were in this big pickup truck driving down okay it's now it's a dirt road all of a sudden he takes this turn and it's big big trees and dirt and grass and now the red the the regular dirt has turned into red dirt that's like barely two lanes we're the only truck on the road and we're just driving on and on and i'm like where the hell is this house <laughs> and the next thing that we know we pull up and there's this little shack uh, in the woods, <laughs> surrounded by nut trees, and you can hear dogs barking, and 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 it, and it's like <laughs> freaking deliverance. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I love it. So, I'm sorry, mom and dad. I love you. I really do. Just, <laughs> yo, man. Yo, man. Where's the nearest CVS? <laughs> so, oh my god, it's just out. How in the far of... is it to Duncan? Oh my god. <laughs> they don't have Duncan down there. No, what do they yeah. have out there for well, coffee? Well, they do, but it's they so few hanging. and far between. You can't say I want a regular out there because they don't even know what the hell a regular is. Wow, it's just right. black coffee. So it's like if you go is. outside Rhode Island and you ask for coffee milk, they're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. They, Rhode, no. Rhode Island is a coffee milk state. I mean, I thought I, he was kidding when he told me that and then we went down there and i said yeah i'll have this and that and whatever and they hand me this coffee and it's just coffee and you have to put whatever you want no no i meant this you know yeah, yeah. no they, and they look no. at you strange like what they have no <laughs> you, idea you want coffee no with idea. milk in it uh what <laughs> no i wow, thought he was kidding weird. he's not kidding no. okay <laughs> no i literally send coffee milk to my parents Oh, yeah, they, they asked like for it, right? oh, yeah. specifically. Yeah, yeah. yeah the coffee us, milk yes. and... Yeah, you go to that Rhode Island store and send <laughs> yeah. the shipment with the Dell's lemonade. That's oh, what we did. So I think That's we sent we a did. bunch yeah. of stuff down there. Yep. Yeah, yep. so good. Man, yeah, I, I, yeah, these stories are very interesting to me because I've never seen anything like that myself. I've Like, let me ask you this personally. Like, I'm always like, oh, I want to see something, but like, do I? Well, the thing about it is... I do. I do. I want to see it. If you're trying to look for it, you're not gonna it's not it. going to happen. Yeah. It's those times when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. Now, when I first met my grandfather, my dad told me he's he's a bean buster. He'll try to do things to make you like be scared or yeah, yeah. to see, to get to know you. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, I yeah. can deal with that. Now, when I first saw the white aberration on the stump, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's my grandfather busting my beans. Yeah. Nope, he had nothing to do with that. And he says, I see it too. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you're, you're fooling with me, right? He goes, nope, not fooling with you. You want, go out and try to walk up to it. You get halfway, it disappears. So it's like, oh, great. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. Is there a mirror, a flashlight? What except are we looking at? To, except when you're trying to write your name in yeah, the dirt. Yeah, when you write your name in the dirt, they're looking at you like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't write in the dirt. Let, okay. Let me bring three or more of my friends out. Um <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's jump into another one. What I, I, I know you got dozens. I like this. I gotta we gotta go to this property, man. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there are everybody in an in an older house always hears noises. Yeah. Okay. Well, this house has is an open floor concept, so it has open rafters. You sleep at night, you can hear wheelchairs rolling in the rafters. What? What? Oh, God, okay. This one I didn't believe either, because I was like, okay, this is good. How do you know it's a wheelchair? You ever heard a wheelchair across the hardwood floor? Yeah, it sounds just like a bolt rolling. Bingo. Okay. Now, this is an open floor concept. You're laying in your bed looking at the rafters. It sounds just like a what? Like a ball rolling, like like a bowling like, ball. Like, right. Yeah, you'll find you hear something like roll. You know what I mean? So it's definitely like a rolling sound. Yeah. Now okay. you're you're laying in the bed, looking at the rafters, hearing this. So there's there's obviously no ceiling there's to no, an attic. Yeah. yeah. There's no attics. They don't have attics. They don't believe in them. I don't okay. know why, but okay. they didn't have them. But it was over. But you could hear the rolling across the wood, and it's above your head. It's a one, one floor house. Is there anything on the roof? Nope. It's a tin roof. The difference between a tin roof and a wood roof. Is, was it a hot tin roof? <laughs> With a, a lot of cats on it. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was going to go there. Oh. That's where I was going. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But you could hear it, and it kept me awake for a few hours. Yeah. Then it would stop. You drift off to sleep. It'd start up again. 
Mm-hmm. Wake you up again. And you're like, oh, great. Now I'm going to get no sleep tonight. Don't know what it was. Don't know why. Ask my grandfather about it. He goes, yeah, we hear that occasionally too. Really? How can you be so calm, Grandpa? You know, it's funny. It's funny because my my buddy Josh, right? He had similar stories. He they went out with their I don't remember what state this was in, but they went out to like his aunt's house, and she was very old. She was like in her like like early to mid eighties, and um, you know they they stayed there. And my friend Josh had two stories he told me about, and he kind of like similar to what you're talking about. First was he. Uh, was kind of like walking around the property. They had a lot of property, kind of like a farm type deal. And he said that, you know, they were hanging out at the house and he just started walking around. So he's walking around and he gets to this point where it's like a big hill and he sees these two guys standing on the top of the hill. And he's like, hey guys. And he kind of like waves. He's like, I'm not from around here, but I'm going to be like staying here for like a week. And he's just trying to get their attention. And they kind of just turn and look at him. And then just kind of turn and continue whatever they walk like over like the other side of the hill and so he like runs up to catch up with them and he gets to the top of the hill and they're gone and he's like i'm looking he's like dude he's like you get to the top of the hill you can see for like a legit half mile in each direction there's no way they could have gone anywhere with the time that it took me to get there for me to not see where they went he goes, there was like no woods or anything for them to run into. It was just a clearing. And he's like, so that kind of freaked me out. He goes, I went back to the house. He goes, and then like two nights later, he's like, I'm hanging out in bed. He goes, and all of a sudden he's like, I wake up. And he's like, because they had like slider doors like on in his room, but they were locked. And they had like the, the they weren't like, they were like shades, but they were kind of like white. So you could kind of see through them kind mm-hmm. of. He's like, so... I had a light on in my room, but it was dim enough where I could see shadows like of people walking by the outside of my slider door. He goes, and I freaked out because I thought somebody was trying to break into the house. He goes, as I go from my room to my grandmother's room to my parents' room, he's like, there were other slider doors. He goes, and it looked like there were people walking by every mm-hmm. door. He goes, so I freaked out and I woke my parents up and my parents were in their room. They were awake because they were freaking out over the same thing. So it stopped after about like 20 minutes, but they didn't know what was going on. Grandmother's fast asleep out. They wake up the next morning. They're like, what was going on last night? It seemed like there were people walking around the house. She goes, oh yeah. She goes, that happens every once in a while. She goes, they, nobody really bothers me. And it usually stops after about 20 minutes. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like, to the, so that's the kind of thing. And like, they left like a day later because that was like their time to go. But I mean, the fact that you could be so nonchalant about things like that with no explanation is uncomfortable to me because if somebody's walking outside my window, <laughs> you know, then there's a problem. Like I said, it's like living at an airport. Was, you get was used this to this. On the a first floor? Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. kind of get. I would. Oh, no, I, would, I would be freaked out if it was like a second floor and you had like this little dinky balcony and people were walking by. Like, how the hell did they get up there? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's creepy. I don't. I have no like, idea how you like live I with told something you like that. Before, it's like living in an airport. You get used to the sounds. You get used to what happens around you. After a while, you become numb to it, or you're like, oh, it's common knowledge but or commonplace. If you think you have ghosts walking around and they're not bothering you and you see them all the time, and then you start talking to them. That's pretty cool, though. If you, especially yeah, yeah, if you only know, like, if they answer gosh. back, then it becomes really a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been cases I've heard about on Unsolved Mysteries where I was out in England. There was a guy who owned a mansion, and there were on multiple times uh, he would go out and then like he would always like leave the windows open to get like a cross breeze, but he'd be too far away and it would start to rain before he got home. And when he got home, the windows were always shut. Uh, that's and so, and he actually tested it out. Like he knew it was going to rain. So he left all the windows open. He got home. They were all closed. So there, and he said there was, they found out that there was like an older gentleman who like 
with it. See, but it's like things like that. It's like that's cool that it happens, but you always see the after effect. Right. I'd love to see all the window shutting on their <laughs> own. Cool. You know, well, like, well the problem with that is cool. you're sitting there and it's like, oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, wait, it's happening and I'm here. <laughs> well, it's kind of wait one a of those, minute. <laughs> well, if you're there, he's like, then why do I gotta shut him? You exactly. Shut him. You shut him. Right, right here. I'm not gonna use my powers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like so. I kind of wish like. So like I wish I believed because then I would want a ghost like that. Yeah, those shut the windows for you. Those are the helpful ones. Just a courteous ghost, like when like like, you know you leave your door unlocked. Oh, let me lock that for him. Yeah, shut the windows. Dishes, yo, that (laughs) would be. (laughs) Hey, that bathroom's kind of messy. Clean that. (laughs) Yeah, you leave it run out of toilet paper. You go to the bathroom, bring me a roll. (laughs) You know, (laughs) seriously, right. I run out of mayo and I make it a sandwich. <laughs> Just make some with your powers. <laughs> Let me create that for you. Here you go. You're not going to like it when it comes out, though. No, because, oh, no, because, like, I don't... Ectoplasm mayo. Yeah, I just don't know where the mayo came from, so... <laughs> I'm good. It's like, so He's thanks, but no me, thanks, right? maybe? <laughs> I mean... Nah, dude, I... I mean, I would love to see stuff like this, but... I've just never been able to. Well, you that's know. that's a bucket list thing. Like you want to stay at one of these haunted hotels where there have been sight, like known sightings. That's In the exact I've, room where it I'd happened. love to do that. That would be so yeah. cool. Well, well, yeah. Um, but I say that now, but then I I, I wonder well, if I'd that, be really uh, freaked out. That Grant ho- uh, that Grant bread and breakfast we stayed at. One uh, of the daughters was, supposedly died in the that. room or something, uh, and they know. still that rent was, that out. That was iffy. Yeah. That was iffy. There's a place. Um. um in, in, and we talked about this briefly um, on our last episode, but just to kind of fill you in, um, it, it, right now it's on hold just because they're having zoning problems, but there is a place in Monroe, Connecticut, um, where it's about four hours away. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are like mm-hmm. one of the more famous demonologists ever, they've pretty much investigated like the Amityville case and stuff like that. Ed Warren has passed away. Lorraine Warren still actually has her house, and in half of their house, it's actually a museum where they take all of these artifacts that are haunted and store them there to bring them away from the family. There's a priest that comes in every so often and blesses the site. Hmm. But you, you can actually, at one point, they offered tours where you walk through. You cannot touch anything um, at all. They also have the famous Raggedy Ann Annabelle doll in a glass case. You cannot oh, touch it. Oh, about the kid with the motorcycle. I'll tell him after because we already covered it last episode, but I will. Um, but they, you cannot touch anything because it has uh, uh, some type of negative energy attached to it, which might contain something else. So you okay. cannot touch it. You don't um, want to bring anything home with you. Right. You can, right. Exactly. So you can walk through. You can look at everything. Um, they also, she shows real footage of an exorcism. She also does, um, talks about grave rubbing and, and so forth, but... That is something where, you know, I've always wanted to go there, but the more that I thought about it, I don't. Because if I go in there and for some reason something's like, I'm going to follow him home, (laughs) I'm fucked. (laughs) So, and I don't need that in my life. I didn't touch anything but the ground I walked on. Why are you following me? Yeah. Well, that board was connected to this. And I don't don't know. I just don't need that. So, but I mean, like I said, it's closed down for now. They are going to reopen it, but I'm, I'm definitely looking to uh, get in contact with somebody there to kind of um, get that on, on the show for, for everybody. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we do have about 20 minutes left on the episode. Um, so if you have any other stories that you'd like to share, I mean, I know you said you could go on for hours. <laughs> to, uh, Valerie, do you yeah. have any more that you, oh, you want to share? I have a brief story. Let's it's, hear it. I, I don't really know what you'd want to consider this, but um, this was going back quite a few years ago. I was working in Cranston, okay. um, and I was driving home late one night. It had snowed, uh, but it wasn't snowing at the time. It had already stopped. And I was driving kind of slowly home, passing like the uh the aci area okay and as i was driving home i was going kind of slow because it was still a little snowy and icy they hadn't really plowed that much yet so as i was going all of a sudden out of nowhere there was this light and all i can think of and all i can remember was it was kind of a large weird looking football shaped kind of thing that i briefly happened to see really fast it kind of went from the right side of my car to the left side of my car i don't know if you want to call it paranormal 
in the sense of ghostly or more mm. like UFO-ish. So I'm not really sure. But it did go from right side to left side, like really fast over the front of my car. And I happened to look up just in time to see something like fly by. And then when I like really slowed down to look, it was just gone. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that was, but I've never seen anything like that again, especially in that area. So I, I couldn't even tell you what that was, but it was very freaky. Um, mm -hmm. And it was about, it had to be about after midnight sometime. Yeah. So I know it was it was late. It was very dark, and there wasn't much light except for maybe one uh, street light. Yeah. So I I can't really explain that one at all. I thought it was maybe a reflection, but as I passed the other street lights, it didn't give off the same reflection. So I don't know what that was. So. Do you, now, when you say you saw it, was it like like high in the sky? It wasn't. No, like it wasn't super high up. I'd say if if I had to guess how quickly it went over, I'd say maybe. Anywhere between 15 to 25 feet, somewhere in that range, okay. because it was it was good size, not a not a football size, but larger than a football, and it just went from right to left. But but so. like so that you're saying like 15 to 20 feet was the size of it, or the no no no, it was you? was above my car, but it was like in front of and high up, but enough so as I was passing under it, I could see it like whip by across yeah. and then by the time I slowed down to look it had already gone so I don't know what that was it could have been anything question Valerie yes did you take any flex roll that night no I did <laughs> because I no, swear no. I just saw the same thing like five minutes ago no 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 I had just <laughs> no they probably would have fired me if I no um no and I had just got out of work so <laughs> No, I had just got out of work from a previous job, and uh, when I passed by, that's that's what I saw. So I don't know. I can't ever explain that one. I have no idea what that was. Yeah, that's I mean, like, that definitely is more in the realm of, like, what I would consider, like, a UFO story. Yes. But at the same time, there are certain characteristics that don't necessarily fall into that because it was – you know the shape of it but also it kind of sounds like it could be like an orb mm. you know uh, so, and that's very interesting too so um yeah i mean the orbs are very interesting because i've i believe i've actually gotten a few legitimate orbs on mm. photograph things that were not reflections of dust yeah because uh, they were in complete dark areas there was not a flash on my camera at the time right um and those are very interesting as well but I'll never be able to prove or disprove that. You know what I mean? You could take it to 5,000 photographers and they're going to be like, I'm looking at the same picture that you are. I don't, you know, if there was no flash, it could be. The, you know what I mean? It's, it's something I feel like you got to see live to be able to tell if, right. if you're seeing something that is unnatural. And, and I feel like paranormal stories are very hard. That's the challenge and why I wanted you guys to tell these stories because – you know, you, everybody knows somebody that's like seen a ghost. Everybody knows somebody that, that has had a paranormal experience, but it's very hard to accept them if you haven't seen them yourself. Right. You have to experience it, which goes back to kind of what's, you know, Cooley's been talking about all along is that like, he's a skeptic, you know what I mean? Like he wants to see these things to be able to actually, you know, be able to say, okay, I saw, I saw it. I know you're talking about like it. I can't explain it, which is why. We need to go to that room so he can actually <laughs> see that extra set of eyes. He um, wants to yeah. see that person. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll I introduce you. I don't know if you would be happy seeing, you know, the three other white possible clan members. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you like, know. Uh, <laughs> so. The extra set of eyes, are they like, are they brooding eyes or are they like smoky? Like, no, they're just normal eyes. It's like yours or mine or anybody else's. It's just. Are they blue? You can never Brown. tell a definite color in the in the darkness. Uh, True. Are they light? But you can see the white. But are they light eyes? Depends. Just trying to figure out who it is. Yeah, me too. Mm. I would love to know who it is so I can introduce myself. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried to make contact? Like we've said stuff to it, but it doesn't answer. None of them it talk. Just it at just you? it just eyes. It's like okay, I guess there's no mouth. All set. Um, now, so, when you're talking super, uh, paranormal, supernatural, mm -hmm. now I'm going to give you a story that my uncle conveyed to me when he was little. He supposedly had a near-death experience. He, okay. That very river that was behind my grandfather's farm, he almost drowned in that. 
Okay. All right. It was the whole family, mm-hmm. and they were going down the river in a boat. The boat sank. Got a hole. Don't know how. Nobody knows how. Well, everybody made it to shore but my uncle. Now, this is my half-uncle because it's my father's father remarried and had kids. And okay. he's younger than me. Yeah. But he was like 10 years old. Boat went down. And he was under the water for a good five, ten minutes. And he swore up and down while he was under. He saw the face of something glowing, telling him, don't be afraid. You're not going to die. It's not your time. And the next thing he remembers, he was pulled above the water by his brother. And so when they asked him, he says, are you okay? He says, no, I'm fine. He did not swallow any water. We don't know how, but he was underwater for 10 minutes. There was no water in his lungs. He was perfectly fine. They took him to the hospital, and he still swears to this day that it was Jesus. <laughs> it looked like those figures of Jesus you see. It was his face telling him, don't be afraid. It's not your time. <laughs> and even the doctors were like, you were underwater 10 minutes. How come your lungs are not filled? Yeah. It's like, okay, this is odd. Yeah, you can't explain that. No, and to this day, he's, he remembers the exact story vividly. Yeah. He remembers the boat going down. He remembers the water rushing all around him. And then he remembers seeing that face saying, don't be afraid. It's not your time. And then his brother pulling him out. Where? So when he went under, where did his, like, he was, so he went under for five, ten minutes. Where? Like, his brother pulled him out, but, like, where was he? How did he not see him before that? Because when he, he just, when the boat went down, it went down fast. It yeah, was almost yeah. like, boom, because it's a river, so it's a rushing current. Yeah, yeah. And when he went down, it went down fast, and everybody went to dry land as fast as they could. Well, he was the youngest, and he couldn't swim that well. So right. all he remembers is the water rushing around him going under, and then he saw the face saying, don't be afraid, it's not your time. And then the next thing you remember is his brother literally pulling him out. Yeah. And that's it. But he had no water in his lungs. That's insane. DMT. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is, bro. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, DMT is also a hallucination, but it doesn't explain why there wasn't any water in his lungs. He was holding his fucking breath. For 10 minutes? Five minutes? minutes? That's impossible. Yo, Tom Cruise trained for months to hold his breath for four minutes in the Mission Impossible. This was kid was 10 years old, no training. Yo, I trained for four months <laughs> to fucking throw a football, but Tom Brady does it a whole lot fucking better, doesn't he? Some people are just better at things than other people. He's a fish man. That's it. But I love all your rationalization. That was such a good show. His rationalization is always just like, Nah, man, he was high. Nah, DMT. Like, it's always like somebody was influenced by some drug. <laughs> or like, and ten, totally, your body yeah. naturally produces that as you're like close to death. Yeah. So I, that's I, a it's a, it's it's what how is cold referenced. Was that yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I totally yeah. get that. It does not explain how there wasn't any water in his lungs if he was underwater for ten minutes. It doesn't make any sense. Just know. say I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's weird. <laughs> like, that's weird. Okay. I can't explain it either. <laughs> it's okay. Skeptics can say they don't know. That's <laughs> like you always gotta dude, you need to say it. You need to say it something so you can sleep at night. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm just like uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. DMT, man. DMT. <laughs> this little kid. It. Had a DM. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, all right, Larry. It doesn't matter how old you are. Hit us with another one. <laughs> all right, I got one more for you. One more. All right, this this one happened to me and my brother. We shared the same room when we were little. We were like six. My room and his room was adjacent to my parents. So we're laying in bed, and you have to go from the kitchen and into the little hallway, and it's the two rooms, and we saw clearly in the hallway i'm laying there talking to my brother and we see this little cigar like a lit cigar walk from the kitchen through the hallway into my parents room 
And my dad never smoked cigars. He smoked cigarettes. So I'm like, maybe he had a cigarette lit. And it went by, and we just saw the glow of the the ash, of the cigarette ash. And I'm like, Dad, did you just come out of the kitchen? He's like, no, I'm in bed. Mm. I'm like, did you just get into bed? He goes, no, I've been in bed 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you didn't just see a light walk into your room? He goes, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, I just saw a light, like a cigarette, go from the kitchen through the hallway into your bedroom. He goes, well, no, no, nothing happened in here, and I've been in bed for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And he's like, ah, you probably imagine it, go to sleep. My brother goes, no, he's not imagining it, (laughs) because I saw it too. Yeah. And I don't know what it is either. And he's like, well, there's nothing in your room, and nothing came in here, so had to be something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what? Mm-hmm. I don't Probably. know. Six. Yeah, that's crazy. I was imagining it, just like my brother. <laughs> now I could say, I could say that's weird. I could say that's weird, and chalk it up to just being weird and shut up, like Tony asked me to. But you know <laughs> I didn't what? Tell you to shut up, bro. <laughs> you know what? I'm riding a fucking jet stream here. <laughs> I'm going to go with drugs again. Um, Six years old. Six years old. I'm on something. I'm not saying that you were on drugs, but I'm saying maybe you weren't too far off with the cigar theory. Maybe it was, maybe it was a blunt. Maybe. Maybe maybe dad was on his way back to the bedroom to finish smoking said blunt. And when you, and when you approached him, he was like, he probably swallowed the fucking blunt. (laughs) It was just like, no, there was not. You didn't. You don't know what you're talking about. Go back to bed. Go to sleep. Because that's what there I would do go. to my child if he caught me smoking a blunt. Just go. saying. Yeah, but you, you, you've never met his parents. You don't. You don't know. Trust me. You, you don't know what type of people these are. We're talking. We're talking. Oh God. We're, it always goes back way to drugs. Back, backwards. I can trace a lot of things no. back to drugs, Tony. I can. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm telling you, man. I mean, yeah. I, I So I'm going to say that you were sick. You probably were sober. Um, you I, know. I, no, I had a few nips Most before I went to bed. Yeah, <laughs> I was high off of working the cotton fields with my grandfather behind the tractor <laughs> sucking in diesel fumes. Hey, oh. diesel fumes would do things to people, man. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. The two kids at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 that's weird, man. I don't know. I mean, like, I think, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things that can only be explained where it becomes the new normal, you know, to see things in your house like that. Um, no, wait, was that Florida or Alabama? That was the Alabama I just house. said Florida. Yeah. Florida. Was that Florida? No, that was, that was, that was actually the house I showed you down by the, down in the Bio Chico there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so, okay. That's interesting though. So, most of these experiences happened in Florida, uh, but Crestview, Florida, where my grandfather had his farm. Yes. Now, was that the only thing that happened in Alabama? Or was there a lot of things in Alabama? No, that was pretty much the only one I saw. Yeah. So interesting. Now, have you, when you went down to Florida mm-hmm. recently, did you experience anything there? Um. <laughs> Besides the fifty thousand cats and dogs. No, we we didn't. Oh my gosh. God. Well, I can tell you stories, but they're not paranormal. Um, (laughs) These are actual, real stories of real people. Yeah. That you don't want to experience. Um, No, they were they were daytime. We didn't stay long enough. We actually left before it got dark because. No. You didn't want to stay I, I in that to, house. I didn't want to stay. I saw things that just made me want to leave. So, no. Okay. <laughs> just weird things. Uh, mm, uh, <laughs> More day to day things. We'll talk that about are that later. Natural. <laughs> so, yeah. But needless you to say. You want to know where rednecks come from? Let me take you to my parents' oh house. Oh, my gosh. Okay? The stories. All right. No, yeah. but. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it this. It was, I could understand, Post-podcast. seeing what I saw during the day, I can understand how things could creep you out at night for where this this particular house, or this was not the house that he's talking about. This is a newer place that they just most recently moved into. But I could tell you this area in yeah. the nighttime would probably freak you out because there's nothing. And when yeah. I say nothing... Nothing. Oh come on! Your nearest neighbor's five miles away. It's perfect. I mean, I think I saw awesome. one car pass by. I gotta go see the one neighbor. Car. I'll see you in an hour. 
Yeah. Oh, it took us forever to get down that road. So <laughs> let me it take did. my camel. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's up to dogs, land. Here we go. You need a canteen, a road map, uh, compass, some, some, yeah, some, compass. some, some rations so you can survive <laughs> to get there. Yeah. Perfect. It's a hike. Middle of nowhere does not begin to cover it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Here's a compass and a hacksaw. Let's see how fast you come out of the woods with a computer. <laughs> so. You want to go into town? It's a day trip. When you come over, I Let's go to town. When you come by, I'll show you pictures of like our family pictures compared to the family pictures we took of his family side by side. And you'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> all you need, all that's missing is a banjo and a freaking shotgun and... <laughs> Wait, is it like that family of the farmers? It's like the, the, the pitchfork. Pitch family of the, the coin. You, yeah, you. I swear, it's pretty damn close. It's yes. Uh, close. So basically, what you're saying is that in every picture, your family does not smile. Okay. Oh no, they did. But let me see. Now his brother now has what, like three fingers, three fingers on one hand, hand, and his father's Jesus. got a few teeth missing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Salt and pepper hair everywhere. You oh know. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Farmer yeah. jeans. You know yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We just hit the hour mark, so um, you know, I this I just want to say thank you uh, for coming on the podcast and sharing uh, these experiences with us. Um, definitely, I think Cooley and I can agree. We've heard enough where we want to come down and actually try to experience. Oh, some I'm of these going things. in that room, man. <laughs> so, that's like you guys that's are like, more than welcome to come like down. Step one. He's like, let's drop let's, bag. Where's the room? Yep. <laughs> so. Oh man, I'm I'm down. Like I definitely want to If I could get the airplane to land in the room, I, I would like completely. Yeah. And when you turn off the light, you'll see a second airplane. <laughs> Wait, why is there two airplanes? Wait a minute, which one am I supposed to be on? Oh man, well, uh, Valerie, uh, Larry, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Anytime. That was, awesome. that was and, fun. Uh, and- Thanks for listening to the Redbeard Podcast, which is part of the Nerd Ruckus Network. Please take a moment and like our Facebook page and share your thoughts on the episode as well as what you would like to hear us discuss. Also, give us a follow on Redbeard Podcast and Nerd Ruckus on Instagram and Twitter. And check out nerdruckus.com for all of our entertainment channels. Mm-hmm.